You are listening to Black Sports 980. Welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. Uh, we got a full plethora of topics today. Uh, we got our usual crew, you know, Aaron, Jeff, Shaq. D's on assignment today. Um, saving the world somewhere in America. Uh, right now, we actually have a special guest that's supposed to be joining us today. And when he uh, gets on here, then we'll, we'll introduce him. Um, uh, for starters, though, I mean, everybody's aware of uh, what happened in Orlando. Um, there was a, a mass murdering shooting by a dude by the name of Omar Martin. Yeah. And apparently, you know, he was targeting a gay club. I guess it was a Pulse nightclub that yeah. was shot up. But there's a whole lot of like funny business with the story that just does not add up. So you know, nah, I mean, I'm hearing all these conflicting reports. I'm hearing, I'm hearing one. Uh, you know, it was one CNN interview where the person started to talk about the story, and they said that somebody was blocking the door. Yeah. When the shots started to ring out inside the Pulse nightclub, and then the person just got cut off. Like they just cut him off, and then it's like. I don't know. Was he about to say something? He, you know, yeah. give too much information. Was he not supposed to be a survivor? Like, you know, what I'm saying it, it was definitely a horrific situation. But Aaron, I mean, since you are like our street line reporter, it, what, what are you hearing about the Orlando situation? I want to stay as far away from this story as possible. But it's just, I mean, some of the stuff like you said uh, has been conflicting with what we've been seeing on the news. Um, there's been a couple of reports of like multiple people being in there from people who were uh, actually, I guess, victims. And then uh, there was one of them on national TV. He said something about like the police were shooting at him when he stuck his head out of the bathroom door. Um, so hold on, hold on, the police. Hold on, the police were shooting at him. If the police were shooting to attack the assailant, you know, what I'm saying the person who was causing the, the harm. Saying, I think I mean, that like he stuck, he, his, he saw flashlights and stuck his head out the door, and then they just started shooting at him. And he mm. said he was screaming like, "I'm a victim! I'm a victim!" or whatever. Um, and that's what <laughs> that's what I saw. I can't remember what network was called earlier. Shaq, you Got right it. down there on the front line. <laughs> What, what, what is what is word on the street down there? I'm hearing a lot of conflicting reports like Aaron just said. It's, I heard that dude was going to the club for a minute. Um, I heard that some people are saying it's because he was casing the joint. What? Other people are saying it's because he was having problems in his marriage and he's conflicted about possibly is he homosexual. What? Um that he had a couple encounters with people on dating apps and they don't know if it's because he was trying to case the joint. Um, I also heard there was more than one shooter. I've heard anything that you can name about the situation, I've heard. And it is unfortunate. Um, the most unfortunate part of it is is what people like Donald Trump are doing where they're trying to villainize others again out of the situation instead of trying to help people get over the situation. That's really all I know, though. It's just, it's a sad, sad situation that I don't wish upon anybody, regardless of race, creed, color, gender, sexual orientation. Nobody should have to go through something like this. Message! 
Yeah, nah, definitely. I, I agree. It, it jump was it was a crazy situation. I mean, I was celebrating my uh, my anniversary with my wife one year. Yeah, I'm in there one year in the books, and uh, you know, uh, just turn on the radio and then we just hearing. Of course, they talking about the whole situation. And I'm just like, what? Like, you know, 49 people, 50 people shot in one one you know location. It's just like, yeah. The world, you know, that we live in is a crazy one. And we, I know we were talking about, like, like a couple of weeks ago, like, stuff that, you know, the reports and stuff that was happening in the area and stuff like that was crazy. But, you know, you just never imagine that, you know, you can go somewhere and lose your life just, like, at the drop of a hat. And I'm sure, you know, it's very sad for the people that were, that were involved, you know what I'm saying? You know, whether you agree with their lifestyle choice or not, you know what I'm saying? Hate crimes like this are just, it's just, um, it's just a... A sad, a sad thing, you know what I'm saying, and a bad mark on our society, you know. So, I mean, but politically, this is an opportunity. So, you know, politically, you see uh, the political candidates positioning themselves in a way to use this tragedy in order to um, set themselves up. And you hear a lot of the spin cycle that's that's happening on the whole whole situation. And I just, it's just unfortunate that no, even these tragedies. You know, from a political right, standpoint, are being used to he's try like, to, idiot. you know, coerce the minds yeah, of America in order to, you know, vote for different people, different candidates, and stuff like that. It, it's crazy, young. I mean, the, how, how our society. One end, they they act like they care, but really, truly, they have an alternative agenda. At the end of the day, it's just unfortunate. Um, Jeff, do you want to say something? I mean, I don't, I don't really have too much uh, to say. I mean, add uh, like I didn't really haven't followed it too closely um i know the morning uh i guess it, we everybody would have found out what sunday morning was it mm-hmm. yeah sunday morning yeah so, so i guess i woke up early sunday morning i turned the tv on maybe like seven something and so like if it, it was still on abc from the game uh, um and at that point i saw 20 people you know dead and you know mass shooting and i you know i didn't i'm like are you serious? And so I kind of, I was watching a little bit, and then my girl, she came downstairs, and she was like, are you serious? And then she doesn't like watching stuff like that. So, you know, I proceeded to turn it and went on and watched some other stuff. And then mid, probably the afternoon, I was like, let me just see the update. And I turned it on, and at that point, it was the 50 people. And I'm and so but that was crazy. We watched, like, a lady, like, that whose son was missing. I'm sure a bunch of people saw that that footage and uh yeah my girl wasn't really she was kind of starting about to cry so she was like turn so i kind of really haven't followed it too much because i mean it, the sad reality is i mean we've been here before and i know you bring in you know or you mentioned like the political uh opportunities they have but i mean it really hasn't changed anything you know from before like i don't know what it's going to take for you know politicians to see that something needs to be done but yeah, without 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 opening all without like pouring out the whole bucket of worms, but does this remove? The, I mean, what do you do? You get stricter on gun reform, and you take all the guns off the street, or you know, do you hold that hold up people's uh, amendment rights to bear arms? Like, I mean, what what do you do? Because I I mean, they saying Obama had an AR-15, but I don't like. 
I don't know, man. I don't know. It sounds a little. I think to kill that many people like that. I think that. I mean, I think that. You know, of course, we know there's no like uniform thing because, like, as far as federally, like every state always has their own laws, and there are some states where it is extremely difficult to uh, uh, basically purchase firearms, and other states not so much. So I mean, it would be good to start if there was some type of uniform, as uniform as you could get. I mean, whatever that may be, like state studying other state statistics and bringing in uh, factors on whatever programs that need to be in place. I mean, it, it, it would seem that it would need to start with those type of things to control uh, a, person, a person purchasing a firearm or getting in the right of the uh, hands of the wrong person uh, before you know they have it. So. Um, I mean, I, that's, I guess, the first way to start. Without me, obviously, studying deeply into all of it, you know, it's kind of hard to go deeper. But, I mean, the first place one would think is that it would be tougher for someone to get their hands um, on a firearm. And, you know, there would be more tests and more uh, background things that go into it for every state, not just certain states. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's just... It really comes down to the regulations and also policing the regulations, because if all it requires for you to say you don't have a mental health issue is to check a box on a sheet of paper, ain't nobody going to check the box and say, yeah, they've diagnosed me clinically depressed or insane or anything like that. So if that's all it takes for them to, if that's the only evaluation they're doing before they give somebody a gun, that doesn't exactly work. So you need to better police the system. The guns aren't the problem because criminals will find a way to get them i mean yeah i don't i don't see the purpose of uh everyday citizen being able to have a 50 round machine gun that they or a semi-auto rifle that they can use to take down what are you really taking down at that point like what's the point of it i don't see it but i can respect it so i mean i mean you have the right to have it but they should do a better job of controlling who gets it but even like to piggyback off of um, you know what you mentioned right there, like it's certain it's certain like firearms that you know sh- shouldn't even one question should be uh, up for purchase to uh, the general civilian because what do they need? It's just like they police all these laws. I mean, you know, like you see states institute like the laws of um, of mar- uh, for marijuana, and they say a person can only have one plan or they can only do this and that and the third. I don't see why you couldn't, even if a person is able to get a gun, why a pers- a regular civilian should have an AR-15 just because they like to collect guns. I mean, that doesn't really seem like, <laughs> I mean, is that, uh, like, why, why, you know what I mean? And especially when we've seen the things that's come of it. And, I mean, it, it, it sucks because one could say that, like, if you're someone that's an advocate of guns, you could say that, you know, you're talking about a few people spoiling it for everyone. But, I mean, unfortunately, the world that we live in isn't fair, and we all know that. So that's just, it is what it is. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, joining us on the, on the BLK Sports Hotline, we have Raphael Jones. Uh, give it up, ladies and gentlemen, Raphael Jones. Well, well, well Raphael, well, what, is your, what is your take on the whole situation in, in Orlando? I'm sure you, you all caught up. What, what are your thoughts on it? One of the things I think about, first of all, it's a tragic situation. Like, I, originally I heard that it was a, had something to do with being a terrorist attack, but then I was uh, reading reports on the internet where his girlfriend, some of his old friends, and his father said he's not even that religious. He just actually has a problem with, with gay people. He actually saw a gay couple 
of two men in downtown or downtown Orlando kissing a couple of months ago, and that they said that triggered him, and he got pissed off about that, and then it just led to this the anger building up and building up, and then to this situation. The only thing I would probably say about the situation is just a little bit weird to me how 50 people were shot by one shooter, and they said multiple people had 11, 12, 13 bullets in them, and uh, more people didn't get away. And it's like every like that many, and I understand. I know the AR-15. I know the power that it can have and what it can do. But it just it just seems like like for him to have to stop after 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 the 30 in the magazine and have to reload and then start shooting again and shooting again to feel like more people should have got away. I mean, that's neither here nor there right now. Yeah, nah. I, I mean, yeah. When you start when you start implementing logic into a situation <laughs> and you start putting the puzzle pieces together and just things don't add up, it's like you know. Is this the spin cycle? Was you know what I'm saying? Was it was it more people involved? I don't know. This is this is a tough situation. I mean, even the fact that it happened in Orlando, I I think if it would have happened in a much you know a bigger city, I think that you know it's harder to control the narrative um, yeah. when these things happen in a, in a bigger market. But but moving ahead, um, as we jump from one conspiracy to the next conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> The LeBron James show, Kyrie Irving, they went hamburger, no cheese last night. But Draymond Green was suspended throughout the whole ordeal. Um, what, were your, what are your thoughts on the game? I mean, I, clearly we know that the Cavs won the game. They beat the, the Golden State Warriors in Golden State. And this moves the series to uh, Game 5, which will be played at the Cleveland Cavaliers Stadium. Game How six, convenient. Game six. game 6, my bad. Thank you, thank you, fellas, for correcting me. Uh, game 6 in, in Cleveland Cavaliers' home, home stage. Uh, was this just a matter of the Cleveland Cavaliers just outplaying the Golden State Warriors or was there Stern's order in play in this in this uh, this game that that took place last night? Since, since we're gonna start with you, Jeff. Since since you always the antagonist, what is your take on the game last night? And how, how did you how did you assess the the, the play? I mean, well, before before I go to the game, like these type of situations, obviously, always gives a, a credence. Or, or puts the, the battery in the back of people when they say that the NBA is fixed. Because, I mean, if you just look at it from the standpoint that if you were going to suspend Draymond Green, they should have suspended him for the Stephen Adams case. And Golden State was down 2-1, but they didn't want to do that. It just so happens Golden State ended up losing anyway. Without them and them, they still went down 3-1. Whereas in this case, they're up 3-1. So for something where LeBron... Uh, stepped over him and he barely hit him and it was a reaction then he kept his cool you gave him a flagrant like you gave LeBron a tech you could have just given him both a tech but you know in order you know to, to like you said to keep the like the series close like that's why I suspend him it's, it's all about money at the end of the day and my only thing that I always argue as far as the whole Stern's orders is it's well documented that that the league you know, shows a favoritism towards home teams or towards players that, you know, they kind of want to get the call of things, but they don't actually affect the outcome. The players still have to go out there and play, which brings me to last night. LeBron and Kyrie had spectacular games. Like, LeBron had a sensational all-around game. Kyrie was sensational. And they were just too much for Golden State. Like, Klay Thompson needed 
uh, more from Steph Curry last night. That's the only way they could have won it. Now, of course, I believe that had Draymond played, they would have won it. Even though I, Aaron and I picked Golden State in seven, and at this point, it, it, it looks like that's a strong possibility. Although I, I definitely could see uh, Golden State winning in six. But as far as yeah, last night they they just had it rolling. There was no defense for Kyrie in the fourth. LeBron was doing whatever he wanted, and there was no Draymond in there in the paint. And being that defensive quarterback, they were just getting to the line at, or, or in the paint at will. And then they were knocking down their jumpers. That's what opened everything up for LeBron. He shot the jumper like he meant it with confidence, and it was going down last night. And he came out focused. And like I said, uh, Steph Curry just didn't. He needed to play better. And he didn't, and you know, and that's that's what happened. Okay, Aaron, what, what's your take on it? Money. That's all it comes down to. They're gonna extend the series and get every dollar <laughs> they can milk out of the situation. Because the, everybody knows the series would have been over. Uh, what was it yesterday? The day before yesterday, had Draymond Green played all the egregious stuff he's done, and that's what they suspended him for. So they're clearly gonna milk it out and get every dollar they can get. Ralph. So one of the things I have to say about it is, number one, of course, I agree with the money and the Stearns order that they need to they need to push this series out as long as possible. It's a bad look for the NBA when the Eastern Conference really doesn't present any type of threat towards the Western Conference team, and people are going to stop caring about the team that goes to the championship in the Eastern Conference. So they were like, 4-1 would look bad, but let's take it. Any opportunity we get, they were, they were thirsty for an opportunity, so they took the situation with Draymond and LeBron, and it was like, we got to get rid of you. LeBron should have been suspended for the rest of the series for trying to, for having all that space on the left side and trying to step over a man. He's hey, an idiot. That's one of the most... Don't listen to him. He's an idiot. <laughs> Hold on, the rest of the right, series, though, Ralph? Come on, now. I'm he's gassing. He's an idiot. But come on, bro. You just, no. you just put a uh, propane tank next to the, the gas station, huh? That's because you're looking at it from a fan perspective. You think of it as a grown man and intent. Your 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 antennas are up. Your intensity's up high, and then you're trying to get up off the ground after somebody already knocked you to the ground. So you're already a little bit upset. Then you, as you get up, you have a man like his genitalia area over top of your head, like, and he tries to act like it didn't happen. So like all Dre, like it's not like Draymond swung on him or anything. Draymond just basically like, like had to get his manly space back. Like, give me my space. Yeah. And then, I mean, he had some words for LeBron, but that's not enough for like for him to get suspended. Like they, they, that's overboard. Yeah. They were, they were reaching. So hold on. So, uh, like, I, I, okay. Like, so, 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 so let me ask this question though. Yeah. It, it's hard to deny the fact that LeBron James and Kyrie Irving came to play basketball last night. Yeah. They did show up last night. They, uh, it, when you look at Harrison Barnes, he was a non-factor. Big fella, uh, get Clay, Clay had a, 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 a sensational first half and the second half not so much uh Steph Curry missed a lot of wide open shots had opportunities I mean clearly you can see the disparity in the play in last night's game and for me who always believes Stern Oders is in is in play uh how do you justify them losing um Playing, playing poorly. I mean, they, they they play poorly. You could say it was their confidence was not because Draymond Green wasn't there. You could say the Bogut injury also uh, just 
you know, add it extra to them than push. I mean, they played well enough to win, but both Bama's had 41. Like, if two players put together 82 points, the they should win the game. In the NBA Finals history, mind you. <laughs> they were cooking, they especially the duos. in the fourth quarter. He was yeah, making Kyrie, ridiculous Kyrie shots. At home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's but, the thing, like, you, you, like, first of all, like, we, we need to, we need to have a segment where you define to our listeners what Stern's orders entails, because <laughs> I feel like listeners probably have come on here and they were like, here, here he go talking about Stern's orders, and there he go always arguing with him about Stern's orders. I think we need to have a segment at some point of you explaining to the listeners what Stern's orders is. Now, as far as last night's game, like you said, it's hard to deny what LeBron and Kyrie were doing like they were Kyrie was unguardable like any way you wanted it you wanted him to uh, you wanted the ball like to swing to him he was knocking down it off the pass you wanted the one-on-one he was taking you off of that he was getting inside the paint it was everything he was doing they said that he scored he, he was almost 80% on uh, contested shots mind not never mind shooting 74% for the game that's how much of a, a cook mode that Kyrie was in last night. And there's nothing you can do about that. And when the great players get it going like that, they're they're more than capable of doing that. Yeah, well, I, I, I hear that, Jeff. Oh, just, just for our listeners, there is a, a formal definition for Stern's orders. Stern's orders is league initiative to promote players as products with revenue as the primary focus. That's league's orders. That's Stern's orders. When they're just trying to push... The players as the products, the primary uh, as the primary objective over winning games. Over, it's all about money. It's all about revenue, and so I mean, it was to me. LeBron James was playing with house money, in my opinion. He came out in that game along with Kyrie Irving, and I think you know Kyrie Irving just kind of was was motivated by how LeBron James came into that game, but you could tell by just. The intensity level that LeBron James entered in that game and how he was playing, you know, you could say that it was an elimination game and he had to step his game up or whatever, whatever. You can say all those things. But um, I would attribute that to knowing that he was playing with house money. With Draymond Green not being in the lineup, um, that was the olive branch by the league to say to LeBron James that we still believe in you. We still got your back. You're still our number one product. That's what that... That's what I got from that whole ordeal, I, and so from that more. olive branch, he ran. He ran with that olive branch to the to the finish line with his held held high. And and LeBron James, I mean, I'm not taking nothing away. Well, I am taking stuff away from him, but he did play well. I'm not going like he did play well. You know what I'm saying? He played, he played um, beyond well. More, I think I, I think it was the second most pressure on him in his career. Like and, and besides that, going back to game. Uh, uh, 2012, when they had just lost to my uh, to the Mavs the year before, and then were down 3-2 in Boston, that was the that was his best game to to beat. You know, um, I think this prob this game is probably the second most pressure on him to that game because they they couldn't lose 4-1. They, especially when you were saying y'all didn't have Kyrie and Kevin Love, and then now you have them and, and you don't even win as many games as you did the year. Yeah, before. well, 
Well, they, they, they to be quite frank, they still didn't have Kevin Love last night because that Bama was <laughs> was uh, missing in action. You were burning. <laughs> they, 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 they went into that little. Uh, you know how you like pause the game and go into settings and then just just take all the sliders down to zero. You know, somebody did that to Kevin Love game because that Bama was non-existent. I couldn't. Shaq, what happened to Kevin Love? Shaq, what happened? Big fella, get off the court now. Then you yeah, throw I mean, fella. I feel like the Dennis Green. <laughs> Rant is in order. We he is who we thought he is, and they let him off the hook by winning the game. He's <laughs> terrible. That's all. That's all it really is, man. He's just not who they paid for. They paid for him to be a major contributor and a supporter, but he's really a role player. Like he's no better than Christian Leitner was back in the day. And, and hold on, hold on, Christian Leitner. No, Christian Leitner was a high dog. Was never, I, 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 he was never a max. He was a high dog. Like Come on, Shaq. I believe he wasn't. No, Christian in the NBA. I know. That's what I'm saying. He was. He was never a max player. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. He's not a max player, which is what they almost paid this dude as and treated him as, and he's not that. So they're realizing that now. They hired Christian Lehner. They didn't hire Chris Bosh. And so it's really... They thought they were getting one thing and got something else. And this is what they really Cannot got. win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want so winners. Can I comment on that? Raphael. At Raphael. Yeah, can board, I man. comment you on that? Yeah, like, like, you I'm, gotta like, defend like, him. Yeah, like, I'm like, come on that. Like, we, like, we have to take all things into consideration when we're speaking about Kevin Love. I want winners. Kevin Love, the year before he came to Cleveland, was averaging 26 and 12 in Minnesota. And they were in 40 Minnesota. and 42. In, yeah, but they were 40 42 in the West. Everybody knows if 40 and 42 in the West, is you would be like the second seed in the East. That means you're one of the top teams in the East. He I want winners. His best, second best player was Ricky Rubio, and he had Brewer. He, fought, oh, he didn't make the playoffs in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? He never did. He never did oh, because yeah, the yeah. second best player was Rubio and Brewer. He didn't have any. He never had any help. They they never really put any help around him. He comes to LeBron, Mr. LeBron, I'm going to dominate the ball the whole time and either make the point or make the assist. So just like he turned Chris Bosh into a spot-up shooter in the corner, Love went from a low-post player and a banger to just a spot-up shooter. Of course his game is going to is gonna digress a little bit if he, all he has to do is just sit in the lane because – he can't. LeBron can't have him on the post. You know LeBron doesn't work well with post players. It clogs up the lane, and LeBron needs space so he can bully through the lane off his Jerome better and try to get an one when he really charges. Kevin Love doesn't fit into that system. Let's not let like let's not knock Kevin Love's game and everything he did in the past because he doesn't fit in the LeBron system. Because we saw with Boston, how Boston game went. Down I want immediately yeah. Hold on, Ralph. The only the only problem I have with that is that what. What piece do you know that doesn't fit in the LeBron James system? Like I, I just don't know. I don't know a piece. I don't know a piece that doesn't fit in the LeBron James system. These nuts, Gotti, Gotti. Like I mean, he's the ultimate basketball player. Like I, I just don't. I mean, Kevin Love is not. He's not a. He's not strictly reserved to just banging on the block. Like he can shoot the basketball. And I mean, I, I just I don't know, man. I, last night was bad, dog. You have your two best players, Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, both score forty one, and you score with with I can score. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club, dog. That's that's a little close to Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club stats, bro. There's only, there's only, there's only so much ammunition in the locker room. They, Kyrie and LeBron used all the ammunition. There wasn't a lot for love left to do. Like, Kyrie and LeBron are shooting every other time up the court. They had 82 points combined. Like, that's a game for a whole team sometimes. So it wasn't a lot left. Like, love coming off the bench, these are his numbers going to be. He averaged 15 and 10 in the regular season. But now that he's coming off the bench, this is what Love's going to do because Love is really just an offensive rebounder nah. and a shooter. What? But you said this is what he's going to lose. Three, three points? This, this, three this, points? This, this, I this is what he's going to beat. Obama should have had 21 rebounds last night. Yeah. He should have had 32 my, rebounds yeah. last night. See, that's my, Four that's blocks. My whole, yeah. That's my whole point. That's my whole point. Like, yeah. if he if he, if he he wasn't going to be the offensive player, which is what, you know, Kevin Love got deceived by that 26 and 12. Like, that's why he wanted to get rid of Wiggins. But to me, it ain't even the kill. Like, I mean, he, he hasn't done no offense. But you could still rebound. Like he's had years yeah, he's averaged exactly. the team for the whole year. Like he had three boards. Like he played thirty-three minutes and, and, and shot eleven times. <laughs> and had three what three boards, three points, like in thirty-three minutes? That's 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 not gonna get it done. That's not gonna if get I it done. If I shoot the ball thing. eleven times, I'm gonna have more than three points. And I still no, I'm right. for you gotta have more than you hey, gotta have more than stats, three on eleven. You won't you won't play at Laurel Rec Club, dog. I'm trying to tell you, they will not pick you up. They will not pick you up, Ralph. I know that's your boy, but come on, man. You might want to just get his one up, bro. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying Kevin Love is the second coming. I'm just saying, like, people are going to be surprised what happens when Kevin Love leaves Cleveland and goes back to his regular self on a on a contributing uh-huh. team. But I'm just going to wait until it happens because if you remember in Game Seven a couple of years ago against San against uh, San Antonio, Chris Bosh had zero, and everybody was like, "See, LeBron doesn't have any help. Like, he needs a different type." Bosh is finished. Wade is finished, and then LeBron leaves, and then Bosh goes back to normal. I mean, granted, now that he's probably out for his career. But in these last two years, he was back to normal. It's LeBron. Like, LeBron's style of play, you have a 6'8 player standing at the top of the key and needs everybody to spread out on the ring. It, it, like, it, it ruins big men. Nah, it nah. ruins those intermediate Ke- players. That's Ke- what he's never had. Kevin Love about to turn into David Lee in a minute, dog. He on the verge of being David Lee. That's just, I, I bet you if he gets traded, it won't happen. David, but, David, David, but, David, will. but David Lee but David Lee is solid all-around player, though. He played D2. We know he had some 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 uh, solid minutes in the finals last year. Where he had that's that like I said, if if uh, Love played defense or at least rebounded, you could, you could say okay, like that's not a big deal because that's what that's what Chris Bosh did, and he, Chris Bosh would still give you the points, but he played defense, he played defense like a mug, and he and you know what I'm saying, so and he he would get you about eight to nine boards, so I mean like Love and Love was a better rebounder than Bosh, so at oh, least yeah. like give me 15 boards. Like, like, give me Tristan Thompson type words. Y'all, y'all two could at least kill on the boards. Y'all should have thirty boards between y'all. Tristan Thompson got more rebounds than Kevin Love in all the games. He get more rebounds than. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm saying Kevin Love could at least be like a terror on the boards, like Tristan Thompson. Like, if he not gonna get uh, bring the score, and he's not even doing that. That's horrible for y'all to be talking about. We're talking about a player who was a 26-12 and 12 player. We're talking about him. At least you can get on the bus. You're bringing him off the bench. Nah, like his but memory, my his own, mental is shot in, in, in Cleveland. He doesn't fit. I mean, but... I t- I t- we talked about two games. You a bum! We talked about that last time, though. We talked about him coming off the bench and how that jump was going to tank his whole game. I, I mean, y'all caught it because y'all said it was a gussy move and he made the move. 
But I said that but he, the move. He started last night. He started last night. I didn't the, know uh, he did. I didn't know. Like, they talking about he might did. be on the bench the next game. Kyrie, the bench like, with the, with the, the Kyrie and LeBron play, it was hard to. Argue. I didn't know he played last night. Shoot. Uh, the whole night, all I saw was Steph on his tippy toes. Kyrie was dancing on him, like so. It was hard to focus on anything else. <laughs> Because Steph, you know, Steph can't check no real point of guard. First of all, that was, that was, that was, I mean, like, Steph Curry, definitely, bro, you might even need to uh, go ahead, uh, put your shoes in recall, bro, because um, <laughs> you was getting embarrassed out there. And then, Kyrie Irving was giving them that work. This reminds me of the OKC series when uh, Westbrook and Durant were laughing at that question. And, of course, yeah. the general media, uh, no comment on why don't get it. And they were all like, you shouldn't be laughing, yada, yada, yada. But Steph D is really not like that. No homo. Steph doesn't play man-to-man like, man D. He doesn't play man-to-man right. man D. He knows how to play the passing lanes. He knows how to trick you into making stupid passes. But if, you, if you're if you going at him straight up, you're going to suck him if you can play. Yeah, yeah. he he definitely cooked that bad. I, I think he get, he went in to uh, grab some basil, some, uh, <laughs> some cayenne pepper, uh, everything, dog. Put it all in a pot and mix them up, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, that it, it was bad, dog. But the question is, who's gonna win this next game? Is Vegas gonna win the next game? I think Vegas gonna win the next game. Who Vegas? Who's sure, Vegas? Vegas, for Vegas probably got Golden State. They've been go favorite like every what? every game. Golden State got this last one. Like they got, like they got, they had their moments and made it a series and made it somewhat entertaining. Now it's time for Golden State to close it out because they're a way better team. And the, and the, and the NBA better. made it. The NBA made it entertaining. Let's just call that what it is. That's, that's, I mean, they, that's, what, that's exactly what happened. Like, the NBA had to do something. It was, it was almost like in the San Francisco-Baltimore Super Bowl when things were getting a little bit out of hand and they had to cut the lights off. Like, that's what the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. We all know what was happening. They were like, whoa, this not, we didn't find this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just saying. They, these guys were like, oh, quick. That's like a Buffalo commercial. Remember the Buffalo Power Wings when they died, say we need to close the game in here? They had to so, though, no. So Baltimore was running away with it too fast and they were like, oh no, and he just shut the whole lights up. Next thing you know, San Francisco almost erased a twenty one nothing deficit. All of the lights on the 49ers side of the Superdome are out. I can only imagine the scramble officials are going through. This has into the surreal. They're working on it now. They should have it up in 15 minutes. So if you want to let the benches know, that's the latest. And where's that coming from? That's coming from NFL control. NFL control. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, why does the clock stop? Why is the clock stopped? It like stopped for like it was on. It stopped on 13:22 for like five seconds, and then all of a sudden everything went out. It was 13:22. 20 minute delay. 20 minutes. We're now ready to resume action. Let's go. Sometimes oh, it's, a, it's an organization, and these like organizations are, are business. Sometimes you gotta do oh, drastic things. So when, the, when something's online, sometimes you gotta fire a man. Sometimes you gotta cut the lights off. Sometimes you gotta suspend Draymond Green. Like you gotta do what you, you gotta. Yeah. Do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, hey, I believe it, though. Hey, I, young. Mm. And the thing is true. Think about it, though. When Chipotle had that, that issue with the with the with the messed up meat. <laughs> you see what they did? They gave away free burritos, dog. They came back with like, yeah, uh, if you can download our app, you get a free burrito. Like they did. Yeah, you gotta you gotta You gotta do something, dog. Gotta do something. So now business. 
it's business first though it's business first so so we don't know who gonna win the game five we, we this is speculation maybe golden state maybe maybe the Cavs. i mean they clearly they want they want seven games though they want seven they won seven games though. dog just think about it young just think if you stand to make a hundred million per game and then first of all they're making way more than a hundred million per game so it's like all right are we good with just the you know the hundred million or if we want to get one more hundred million yeah like you know what i'm saying enough enough runs the world dog next yeah when you got that next uh millie sitting right there like ah yeah, yeah let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, if it's anything yeah it's, anything, it's, it's like, simple mathematics yeah. yeah if it's anything and of course we know some of them aren't ethical but you know most of them if they can go up to like the edge of being not ethical and get, that's what they're gonna do you know what i mean to get that extra money because that's like money makes this world go around we know in the u.s it's we we live in a super capitalistic society like and i do emphasize the word super in front of that so yeah, yeah it sports, is what it is. is yeah sports is not random like if you listen to tim donahy if you even read excerpts from the book that never came out today oh, here we go stern's like, <laughs> this is the high this is the height of stern's orders right here what are you talking about tim donahy is the golden child of the stern's order He's the one who exposed all the information. And if you listen closely, one of the things he said, he was like, before the games would start, especially in the playoffs, he was like, they would come down, people from the top of the league would come down and tell us how we wanted to initiate it and who they wanted us to lean towards as far as winning. So you take that and then you add that with the fact that referees already had personal vendettas against each other. He said he would call referees like, I'm going to really stick it to them last time. They got, they got on my nerves. So you take those two things and put them in consider like anything can happen in the course of the game. Like, LeBron, I'm looking at LeBron. LeBron is shocked that calling travel on him now. Like, he's just like, yo, why, like, what did I do wrong to the league? What, like, what didn't I agree with to make y'all start talking to <laughs> Even though he's been traveling for 13 years, it's just like, <laughs> So LeBron's looking at the rest like, how am I supposed to score if, if y'all going to call travel on that? Because when his jump is not falling, that the only way he gets to the hole is, like, bullying and taking steps. So, like, yeah, no. you, know for a fact, you know for a fact that when you're coming into the if they, you know, like they don't want Golden State to win this game six, so Golden State has to hit shots. You can't can't depend on the referees to win you the game and lean on them. You just have to hit shots because there's nothing the refs can do about that. And that's what Stephen Curry are the best at, and that's how they got to close it up. That that's and the, and the thing about it is that's how every player should always think, man. I would never try to put nothing in the hands of the officials, like that's. that's but but it's hard though, Jeff. It's it's, it's hard when they when they patch you when they, when they patch you on the back. <laughs> when they patch you on the back one game and you get everything, you like. I mean, Bama's blow a feather at you and it beep, and they just blow the whistle. You be like, dang. And then you come in the next game and you think that's gonna happen again. And then these Bama's letting you get clothesline like Jim yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan when you go through the lane. It's like, yeah, what, what, like what happened, young? That's why he be looking so. That's why he be crying so much. You a yeah. The funny thing is, that's the can't kill about the the whole Draymond and LeBron jump because LeBron threw that Bama down and they didn't call a foul. Like had they called that foul, unbelievable. That that would have that that put him. He would have never been suspended. You know what I mean? So it's just funny that you say, like, all the stuff that they do. I mean, I will say in this series, though, they, they've been letting both teams play. It's been a rack of fouling in the joint that they haven't been calling on both sides. Yeah, it's been a – yeah, I, I agree, too. It's been a rack of fouling, though. It's all been right. a rack of fouling. The, the truth is, though, they – 
the whistles only got to work in the last five minutes of the game if 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 the game is close. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like last night the game was back and forth and it was close for pretty much the entire game. You know until like the, the fourth quarter where the Cavs kind of pulled away, and you know once that once that little bit of leeway is 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 earned. I mean, depending on what the initiative is for that night. You could be on the right side of the whistle or the, or the wrong side. You know what I'm saying? I feel like last night, if the if the uh, if the Golden State Warriors got a double digit lead, I felt like it was in play for the league to make sure that there was no Golden State like run away with this zone in the first half. Quick, like truth be told, Golden State Warriors hit 11 threes, dog, in the first half. Yeah. 11 yeah, threes. Like you play, they was playing the Wizards. So do you want to marginalize me? They were playing well, dog. But 11 threes to. I'm, 11 twos is different. I'm just saying why that. I'm just saying why, 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 why the game was tied. Like it took all of what LeBron. Like a lot of teams get knocked out. You know when that happens when they play against Golden State. Now obviously we're in the final, so these are the best teams that the league has to offer. So the way, like I said, Kyrie and LeBron played, they were able to you know keep up with the pace that uh, Golden State shot the ball in the first half, and then in the second half. And particularly in the fourth quarter, they went ice cold. Like, their only two home losses, they they went ice cold in both of them. The game one to OKC, they went ice cold in the fourth. And then and then last, yesterday in the second half, they were ice cold. Like, they, they made three uh, three-pointers in the uh, in the second half. They were, like, three for, like, 13 or something. Something high like that. Yeah, they, they definitely went cold in the second half. They definitely went cold. Definitely went cold. I mean, basically, that's 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 that series in a nutshell. We're gonna be watching it close, talking about it. Hopefully, Draymond Green get to come back and play with his team this next game, and uh, all can be righted. Uh, Fletcher Cox extension, sixty three million guaranteed. Are the Eagles tripping? What are they doing? Was this a good move or a bad move? For Von Miller, it was a great move. <laughs> yeah, for Von Miller, he about to get. 80, 80 guaranteed. Uh, Fletcher Cox. I mean, I know you're a Bills Bills. You can let everybody know you're a Bills fan. Um, Absolutely. Which makes no sense. But <laughs> the Fletcher Cox, was there was that a good move for the Eagles after they done give all this, this stupid that. money away? I know Let's D would have that. a lot to say on this, Jim, but. I don't think giving that type of money to a defensive player is ever a smart move because it never works out. Like, and even if it does work out every once in a while, you just look at the percentages. And if I go by the percentages, every defensive player that got paid those big bucks, they may not have had a bad season, but they had an end. Like, oh, okay, they had an okay season. Was it worth that much money on, like, uh, uh, the budget that y'all have to get players for that year for you to get that assigned that one player? And, but they, I guess they, I guess they had to do it because you don't want to lose a Fletcher Cox either. But, I'm only playing. I'm only paying maybe a left tackle or a quarterback or a star wide receiver that type of money, like a, a certified star wide receiver. That's me personally. Uh, I think. I think. I think. Uh, I think he's in a position uh, that you pay a lot of money to. He's one of those positions. I just don't think he's of the caliber that he should have got sixty-three million. I mean, at least he hasn't proven. I mean, I know he's still young. So maybe they're they're paying on potential like how the NBA does, but or they used to do as far as uh, when they draft the players. But like as far as but he's at a position. I mean, usually quarterbacks like you said, left tackle, uh, pass rushers, 
And a receiver is the lowest on the list to me of somebody you give a bunch of money to. And then I oh, cornerback. Like, cornerback would be ahead of a wide out for me if I'm the GM that I'm giving a bunch of money to, like, uh, over oh, those no. other positions. Just name me a defense, a pass rusher who's going to another team and they paid a lot of money. And the very next year that that person produced. I mean, they typically they typically haven't necessarily gone to the other team, at least not in recent memory. They they've been retained on the teams that they were on, like whether that was going back to Dwight Freeney, like when the Colts kept him and paid him, but whether that was all of the Giants pass rushes, they kept him. Like they usually don't change teams per se, but they they like like JJ Watt didn't go anywhere. Like he stayed with the. So if you're talking about in terms of like you signing a free agent and them coming. Um, you're right. That usually doesn't necessarily work out. But they, but the ones, but the players that have remained, which the Eagles have done with Cox, like he's been on their team, they haven't necessarily been that bad. They haven't worked out that bad in recent memory. Uh, I'ma just, I'ma just say this. When I think about like bringing a player to my team and paying him a hundred million dollars, my idea is how many games is he gonna really affect and help us win? How many games? Like, it just comes down to that. And to me, Fletcher Cox is not going to help you win a whole bunch of games to be worth $100 million. He might win you one game. He might. His impact might secure you one game. But I don't, I don't think that his impact by himself is enough to warrant $100 million in 63 guarantee. It just, I, I'm sorry, it just ain't in me. If it's a quarterback, because they touch the ball every every play, you know, maybe I, I say like, I would even agree with Ralph, like a star wide receiver. Maybe even if you got a J.J. Watt, a premier pass edge pass rusher, okay, that's going to be a game that'll be, you know, multiple turnover. But a D tackle who's, you know what I'm saying, clogging up the middle, stopping the run, Maybe get a pass deflection here. Put a hundred million dollars into that one position when the Eagles don't have a lot. They they don't have no corners. They don't, yeah, yeah. There's too many holes that they need to be filled. And I guess yeah. you get in that that uh that that tight space. You know, the, uh you know where you don't you have to make an executive decision. Like we don't want to lose this guy, so we got to pay him. But young yeah, y'all are tripping. I mean, you can't pay that man that much money, dog. Von Miller is right now rubbing his his hands together like he building a forest fire because he know he about to get paid. <laughs> he about to get paid. Like the thing is, somebody somebody's gonna still find a way to. I mean, he's not gonna get more money than Fletcher Cox, so they're gonna find a way to. Huh? Pay him. What? And I don't. I mean, he, you're asking me what he's gonna get versus what he should get. I'm saying I feel as though the teams are going to find a way to get him right around that same amount. Because, like I said, J.J. Watt doesn't even have $63 million in guarantees. So, and he just has, he just signed last year. So I, I just think that the teams are going to find a way that he's not going to exceed Fletcher Cox's guaranteed money. Like, it, it'll, be, it'll be somewhere like 60 to 63, somewhere in there. It's going to it's going to have to right, exceed. You, you got to keep it. I'm not signing nothing. If I'm they were trying to give him 30. This is going to up that number tremendously from where they were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With guarantee. But, but they were tripping. They, but they were, but they were tripping in the first place. Like I say, we just had uh, big time pass rushers get signed. Like I said, Houston for the Chiefs, like just got what 50, 55, 53 million, something like that. We've seen that. So they were already lowballing him in the first place. That that's John Elway trying to see what he could do, but. Like I don't know, he might he might be playing with fire. Like 
if 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 Vaughn say you know like I'm gonna sit it sit it out, like people been reporting that he he would do it. So I mean I don't know, but um, but would yeah, that, like, that, that was just a, a low ball offer. Hmm. Would it be that bad if Vaughn Miller did? I mean, I just really be missing that this, much in new NFL I mean, league. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, be that jump, yeah. Now, now that he goes to my he goes to my argument. When you think about how many games you win with one player, without Von Miller, and 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 their quarterback situation, bruh, you, he he's at least <laughs> worth four to five games that you can win with Von Miller alone because he he's a game changer, and to me, he's worth the money. You give him eighty to keep him happy or whatever, guaranteed. If you got to do it. But you don't play no Fletcher Cox. No, you don't do that, dog. You don't do that. Um, you see your boy Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson out there trying to trying to get a trying to play cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, too bad Shaq King with us no more. But uh, is that a good move for the Seattle Seahawks? It's a win-win. Nobody got no no thoughts. I mean, I know he can dunk a basketball, but can he cover a wide receiver? It's a blip because it's a blip on the radar. That's why nobody had no take on it. Like, I mean, <laughs> like we won't hear about this in a few weeks. Like he and Nate Robinson's thirty. He's thirty. Nate Robinson's thirty-two years old. He has no NFL experience. He hasn't played seriously since college. Like he just came from Israel, so he got worn down a little bit from the season over in that league. If he thinks that he can walk on to an NFL team and actually like to make the roster, he, he's crazy. Especially an elite team in the NFL. Like this isn't the Browns. You know what I'm saying? This isn't the Bills. This isn't the Skins. This is an elite team. No chance. Like I, like well, I know. <laughs> I know he worked. I know he worked out with them, and they said like we'll call you. Just stay near the phone, but they ain't never gonna call him. <laughs> they ain't gonna will call you, Joe. Oh, he need to, they he say, need to they go on with his life. Yeah, they yeah, he need to go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he don't need to do this, young. He just out here just trying to. Add to he about to write a book or something, young. Know? He just trying to add to his story. Well, next week we got a lot of stuff on tap. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think. We still ain't talked about the Aaron. Aaron, what's the Bama name, young? Know? Aaron per- Persky, the Judge Bama who who gave the, the, the dude only six months. Oh, the Stanford, the Stanford Bama. Oh, yeah, yeah, dog, we that jump blew my life, dog. Come on, young. Yeah, well, you know, first of all, did you hear what the Bama did? Yeah, did you hear what he did, though? No, I heard what he did. No, did you hear how he got caught though? Some dudes was riding bikes Some by the campus party random. and saw him out there stroking, and and it was like, "Young, what are you doing? Get off of her!" <laughs> and then that's <laughs> young. That's how. That, that's how it happened. Yeah. That's how it happened, hey, dog. Know, I was. Hey, look. Oh, you, I hear that. You know they, you, you know, you know they actually like they they retained the Bama, like they pinned them down. Till, till the till the boys got there, like so, like they seen it happen, and it was like, oh, like, huh? Yo, the youngin was passed out unconscious, and he on a dog behind a dumpster. Come on, dog, this is this is savagery at the highest level, and this Bama only got six level. months. First, first, of come thing, on, the, dog. The, the, first, the first thing that went wrong is they charged them with sexual harassment and not. Like rape, it's that's that's pure rape. Like there's nothing else to it. Like, yeah. I can't believe it's I mean, sexual they, assault is what they, they had. Gave. They had they had some they had some other stuff that the defense argued that you know kind of alters things. But I mean, at the at the at the end of the day, we all know that sentence was lightweight and it was ridiculous. But Harold, the other kicker is that you didn't mention he got six months. 
in not even first of all the uh, the, the 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 prison like you know what I mean like this mama just got the county like the county joint you know what I mean the county jail and then he, he got the out the recreation jail yeah and yeah. then look he could get out after three months for good behavior so he probably won't even do that whole six how do you react to that Hold up. he's an idiot don't listen to sh- he's an idiot he's not gonna oh, do six. yeah somebody got somebody got to step in no we got a cell phone in it. Go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, go ahead, dog. Are you serious? It's privilege at its finest, man. It's privilege at this. Like, the privilege is so high that they're oblivious to real life. Like, they don't even have to answer the real life. Like, how can you sit there and say that? Like, his father had to know that he's not eating the same food. He's not acting the same. Like, this, like prison will really affect his life. Like, his father should at least be tense. What what do you say? 25, 20, 20 minutes to twenty five minutes of action. Hold on, dog. Got twenty years of life. I couldn't believe he. I to kill somebody. Yeah, man. There's, there's I, yeah, people, man. There's life. There's people who are in jail for life for for ten seconds of a mistake. Yeah. So for you to say twenty five minutes worth of action, like you could have tore her insides up to make sure she never had a baby in that twenty five in that twenty five minutes, and like imagine how that like her father feels and her family. That's just disrespectful. And then the judge, the whole, the whole, the Stanford, like the blow about it too is that she didn't even go there. She was visiting a friend, uh, oh. card there. Like so she didn't even go to Stanford. Yeah. So to come there, like visiting a friend, and and that's what happens. Damn, that, that's 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 tough, man. And I know a lot of people. Oh, what kind of pervert do you gotta be, dog? So, what kind of did sick did pervert his, do you have to be? See, did y'all did y'all see his mugshot? Y'all need to look up this. Look, look the mugshot or the one they tried to use in the media? Nah, I like the mugshot. Because <laughs> you know they got two pictures. You know they got two pictures. His eyes, with his eyes, like he looked fried in the picture. Like, like they, like when they took him down, they booked like that. That had to be the mugshot. So yeah. I'm oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One, your they said, yeah. That one. they said he was on, him and his sister was on acid since like high school. Oh, okay. so he, like, half of his brain is gone. Then I mean, he's he, doing he, uh, he, yeah, I mean, hey, like his pop, I don't know where his pops went, but he's uh, obviously a, a multimillionaire. I know the lawyer went to Stanford where he goes and he's the star. He was a, like one of the star swimmers on the team. So, like, I, I don't know whether some strings were pulled to get him into Stanford. Would you talking about like him doing acid or, or whether it's just one of them things? But obviously, at the end of the day, we know what this was all about. Protect, you know? Protection for complexion. Yeah. They pulled the strings all right. They pulled the strings all right. And somebody need to pull the strings back and, and lock this bama up and tie them jumps around his wrists and his ankles and put this bama away yeah. for the next 30 to 45 years. Yeah. Ridiculous, dog. If that bama was, if his hue, if his hue was a lightly tinted, I mean, it didn't even have to be all the way dark. Yeah. Just Steph Steph Curry, yeah. Hugh was lightly tinted. Uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, if his name was Delonte and he was the running back on Stanford's football team, he would have got 50 years. Like, before he even was up for a pill. Like, he, like they, they would have they threw the book. First of, all, like first of all, we would have never heard about it. It would have never even been an issue because they would have they locked Obama up. Yeah. And he'd have been in that joint giving seminars. Like, it had just been over. His life would have been over, dog. It had just been over. And it would be no coming back to the streets. And, 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 and in prison, you know, you know that wouldn't have been a good look because of... Not at all. 
Not at all. You know, how, how, how they handle those type of uh, transgressions. Then he just broke both your legs, big boy. Bruh, I'm trying to tell you, even the fact that his name, like, it's just so sad in the society we live in where this type of injustice can be allowed. Like, it can be it's allowed. So obvious is so blatant. Like, how can it yeah. be so obvious and so blatant, like, in the climate we live in? Like, so, like, you think that this is going to be popping? It's the same thing with the influenza kid where the Bama job was dusted and killed all them people. And then, you know, and he got, like, that lightweight sentence. Same thing. Like, and, and the judges, like, she ended up, I think, like, like basically resigning, retiring early. And, you know, they, they coming after this judge's head now. So, like, I don't know how these people think that this something, these things so obvious, like, are just going to go unbeknownst to the rest uh -oh. of the nation. It's the feeling of being invincible. It's the feeling they feel invincible. Though, no, when you have a certain skin color in America, like just to be perfectly honest, like you're invincible to a certain extent, especially if you have the money to go along with it, which usually comes with it. So you just think, like, wait a minute, no, my son. We had so many aspirations for my son. I have a name in the community. He's supposed to be the heir apparent to me. You can't put him in jail for a long time. That'll ruin his life. Like he's not surviving in jail. We sheltered him growing up, so it's like that can't happen. And then you talk to another state right. alumni. You know how powerful that is. And I, like he's not going nowhere. But if they catch you, if they if they catch you or me out here with with bad tags, we be locked up for <laughs> six years. Yeah, <laughs> six years. Think about it. This dude is about to serve. This dude is about to serve three months. Three months for rape. Like Michael Vick did almost two years for funding a dog fighting ring. Like if like if Michael Vick wasn't black, like funding a dolphin ring, he like it would have got wiped away. If that had been San Marino, it would have got wiped yeah, away. It wouldn't even it wouldn't even have got to the point where the media ever would have knew. The media would have never found out. They'd be like, oh, Dan Marino, I have to pay your man. You see how hard, like, pay man, keeps making things disappear. He's a magician. Everything is over about pay man. Won't be Disappeared. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the power of Peyton Manning. Like they were like, you know what? Peyton Manning was like, oh, I got the steroids against me and the little sexual harassment. Make them both go away. And boom. I'm going to just throw powder on it. I'm going to just throw this, throw this talc over top of it. And they ain't going to see nothing. Meanwhile, Ridiculous, Ray Rice still dog. ain't back in the league. They won't even let Ray Rice speak at his function. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ray Rice, Ray Rice banned from elevating. No, he can't wait, even wait, go wait, elevate. Wait. He got to take steps everywhere. I do got to say, though, Ray Rice was trash before he uh, punched the young. He was. Yeah, he, he, was. Still he was declining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was declining. <laughs> he was trash, though, Aaron. He was, if that was Adrian was Peterson, he'd been back in the league. Yeah, if you can if you can make money for the for the for the, the top level constituents then we'll we'll take you back with open arms. You see, they let they let AP come back after the after the beating, but they they kept him out of year though. That was a little harsh though, because I just yeah, on, that was super hard. But nonetheless, I mean that's 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 basically our, our show, man. Want to thank Raphael for joining us today, man. Sharing and parting his uh, wisdom with us in, in, this, in the sports world. Um, love. Uh, follow us at BOK Sports 980. Uh, thanks to our guests, and we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that feel? Yeah.